Hi, I'm Joss. Hi, I'm Claudia. And this is the Let's Get Down to Business podcast. We're two cousins on opposite ends of the globe with a lot of opinions about figure skating. And we're here to deliver the news, recaps, and take a shot every time a skater turns up in an all-black costume at the gala. Well, we have finally made it. We are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We finished our World's Recaps episodes, and now we're just going to do a fun episode today recapping the gala, which was honestly just fucking off the chain, and my life changed after the first three programs. It slapped so fucking hard. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, it was so good, man. Um, we're also going to talk about a couple of serious things like World Team Trophy, which should not be a serious thing, but alas. Um, and we're also going to talk a little bit about Olympics spots, including provisional spots and who could potentially be going to Nebelhorn for these countries. Exciting. Exciting. A lot of things happening at the end of Worlds, which keeps us on our toes, even though we are so exhausted I can't after stand all these, on my toes anymore, all this world thing. I'm done. Ugh. I just want to be prone on my That's bed. why I am sitting. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I have, I am seated. But let's jump straight into it. Let's start with World Team Trophy, which is going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. happen. Japan... <laughs> The Japan Figure Skating Federation released uh, the link to buy tickets during Worlds. We were all like, oh, okay. Buying <laughs> tickets. That's a concept. I mean, a bit. Look, it is a concept. We also recognize that Japan has absolutely extraordinary, in comparison, extraordinary mask wearing abilities uh, over in comparison to the rest of the world, I guess. Uh, so, you know, hopefully they... Uh, I don't doubt that Japanese Skating Federation is going to do a good job, but still, it's a choice. It, it's a cho- World Team Trophy. Because, as Scott Moyer says, I hate this event. <laughs> we don't... I'm going to bring this up every single time World Team Trophy comes up. We don't actually hate it. It's just... It's just the... It's iconic. It's a moment. It's iconic for a lot of reasons, but okay, let's get started. So six countries qualify uh, for the World Team Trophy. China was originally in the top six entries, but they declined the invitation. Uh, Okay, so France took their spot instead. And France have decided to send, for men, they're sending Kevin Amos and Adam Xiaohim Far. Unfortunately, we don't get to see Romain Ponsar but hope to see him compete more next season. That'll be great. We did get to see him in 2D at Skate America. We did. Though. Very exciting. We got to see him in 2D. Flat romance. That's, that's better than not seeing him at all, right? <laughs> we just need to upgrade to 3D. <laughs> maybe even 4D cinema. 4D cinema. No, that's too much. It's, it's too much. You know, all, too much. all the effects. Will stop it there. just, you know, clogs our sensory. It's not kind to our sensory senses that wow english too many special effects <laughs> anyway france for the ladies they are sending maya mazara and leah serna for pairs they are sending cleo hamon and dennis Strakalin. and the dance team is adelina galliavieva and louis Thauron, which i really enjoyed their performances at uh at worlds they were a dance team there so it's gonna be really nice to see them at world team trophy yeah and the team that I'm going to talk about is really interesting. Uh, Canada, Skate Canada actually decided not to send any of its world's team members. 
um, because of the mandatory two-week quarantine uh, when they go back to Canada. So no time to train, just kind of mess everything up. So the team that they decided to go with was for men. They're sending Nam and Roman. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for these two. They finally get to compete at like a world team trophy where there's going to be an audience. We know that mask wearing is going to be like top notch. So like, let's give let's give Japan that. Yeah. But this is exciting for them too. Very, very exciting. It is exciting. Um, also a skater that I'm very excited to see out of 2D on my phone is Gabby Daleman. I have been watching her TikToks a lot. The comeback. The comeback. Here it comes. Um, and also Alison Schumacher, who is definitely one of the hopefully potentially up and coming Canadian ladies. For pairs, they're sending Lorianne Maté and Thierry Ferland. And for dance, they're sending Caroline Soucis and Shane Fieris. And then let's also talk about Italy. Um, Italy for men, they're sending, sending, of course, Daniel Grossel and uh, the Joker. And for what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they're sending Daniel Grosso and Matteo Rizzo. For ladies, they're sending Lara Natalie Gutman and Ginevra Lavinia Negrello. For pairs, of course, they're sending Della Monica and Gorise. And for dance, of course, they're sending Guinard and Fabri, our world. Sixth place finishes. Fifth. I, I, I mean, sorry. Sixth, <laughs> sixth place finishers. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for Skate Canada's team, even though it, it, it makes sense, but it gives, you know, other skaters an opportunity, which we are definitely here for. And Team Japan, they are sending a strong team. They have confirmed Yuzuru Hanyu and Shoma Uno will be their men's representatives. We are going to see a poo onslaught. No, okay, a Winnie the Pooh. Sorry, I need we need context there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking When it about? came out of my mouth, I was just like, oh, no, I have to. Nah, uh, 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 uh. Winnie the Pooh onslaught on the ice. <laughs> Far out, Jesus Christ. P-O-O-H. H. Um, for the ladies, going again with a strong team, Rika Kihira and Kaori Sakamoto were very keen to see that, but also we need some love for Wakaba Higuchi, please. Please and thank you. Wakaba Higuchi, our world's gold medalist for ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but pairs team, Miura and Kihara, and for dance, team Coco. This is such a str- – Japan is going all out, especially since World Team Trophy is in Osaka this year. It's going to be oh, – it's going to slap, honestly. But Russia's also got a very strong team as well, don't they? They do. Uh, of course, for men, they are sending – they are sending all their top world's medalists. So for men, they're sending um, yeah. Kyle Kulyada and Evgeny Semenenko. For women, they are sending Anna Sherbakova and uh, Lisa Tukhtamishova. Pairs, of course, is Mishina and Galiamov. And dance, of course, is Sinitsina and Katsalapov. So definitely some worthy contenders there. But there's really nothing like a Matrix program. There's really nothing, nothing like a Matrix exactly. program. Exactly. Nothing like it. But you know what? Maybe Russia was just like, uh, let's just not even send them. I know we know that they, you know, landed in Russia, but we know also that Russia doesn't have a mandatory quarantine period. So they're just like, oh, we'll just ship our champions off, off to Japan as well, which I understand, but also would love to have seen some other skaters get chosen because like, it'd be great to see them have opportunities. Like it'd be, wouldn't it be great to see Piotr Gomenic and Dima Aliyev go to, go to World Team Trophy? We'd also love to see Kostanaya and Kostanaya's on suspension, not suspension, but a trial period. So she probably suspension. wouldn't Suspension? I was like, that's I was like, that's rude. a bit harsh, Claudia. <laughs> um, but I would love to see Lisa Nogamanova go. 
Like, that would have been nice. Anyway, they, they, they have depth of field. And, I mean, Team USA, though, they're also coming with a really, really strong field. USA ascending Jason Brown and Nathan Chen for the men's, which is a big duh. Uh, for ladies, they are going with Karen Chen and Brady Tennell. So much love for Karen. Like, I'm so here for it. Karen, our lord and savior of 2021, let me tell you. I know. And it, 2021 has just started. Not really. It's April and I'm like going, what? I still, I'm still stuck in March 2020, like everyone else is. Uh, Kinnear and Fraser are going and hopefully, you know, the holy spirit between them starts to dissipate a bit. Hawaii can... Maybe he won't be going. Maybe <laughs> there's not enough uh, plane seats on the flight over to They'll Osaka. leave him at home. They'll, they'll leave him at home. Hawaii and Baker are not staying at home though. And honestly, I am so glad for this. We love Hawaii and Baker. And potentially if there's an exhibition, we finally get to see Swan Luke, DJ Swan Luke. Oh my gosh, Swan Luke, don't leave him at home. But they didn't get an invite to this gala, which was really sad. Anyway, they're going to World Team Trophy. They're going to have, you know, a killer of a time. So, well, at least I hope so. But... Yeah, Japan, Russia, and USA fielding really, really strong teams. And France and Canada and Italy also have got great skaters that we're really excited about. They're all they're all in it. Uh, Italy, especially, bringing an extra man to skate, the Joker. They have three men. That's going to be a big one. That That's why the Holy Ghost couldn't make it. It's because the Joker was coming. Oh, the Joker was there instead. It all makes the joke, sense. The Joker's guys. taking the final plane spot. Things are coming full circle, I tell you. Uh, All right, let us move on to Olympic spots confirmations. This just came out today. I won't do it. I won't talk about it. I quit the podcast, Claudia. (sighs) Fine, I'll do it by myself. And then I'll... I'll I'm walking out. (laughs) I will will cry about this because it's a mixture of real happiness and also real sadness, these Olympic spots qualifications slash confirmations. All right. So let's start with men because they're the most heartbreaking in my personal opinion. Um, Okay. Let's start with some good news though. Okay. The one thing that happened that literally brought all of figure skating Twitter together, which is a feat. Let yes. me tell you uh, yes. that Donovan Carrillo from Mexico qualified for the Olympics. Y'all. This is such a big moment and I am so happy that all of skating are so behind Donovan because it is so important as well. Just, oh my God, just everything. Everything about Mexico qualifying the spot and Donovan going is it's so good for skating. It's, it really is. I'm, I'm speechless. He should bring his gala program to the Olympics. I'm starting a petition. You know he is. <laughs> You know he is. If if they don't invite him to the gala at the Olympics, we riot. We're going to be doing <laughs> rioting next season. Looks like we're going to be <laughs> bringing our signs uh, to Beijing. Um, but I guess the let's talk about some other spots here, uh, some notable spots. Uncle Bachenko qualified a spot. And that is very cool. Uh, maybe he will bring the rest of his crew to Beijing. Yeah, maybe maybe he will. But don't sail through the South China Sea, Pachenko. That's a little dangerous. Maybe That's like dangerous. maybe go another route. But we can't wait to see you in your pirate ship and hat and costume and everything in Beijing. That's going to be so exciting. If and- he doesn't do Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm bringing the ship to him. Oh, for sure. I'll be like, sir, I know you don't know me, but like, here's your ship. 
hundred. I'm gonna Change get his quickly. costume remade, and I will physically deliver it to him and be like, I don't. <laughs> don't care get what- a time violation. Change quickly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, Mikhail Brashina also got a spot, which is so awesome. Yeah, we will see him uh, go toe to toe with the quad sal as he has been doing <laughs> for some time, giving us quality entertainment for as long as he's skated. Uh, we also have Maurice Vitalashvili from Georgia, and we will all have to wonder. And wait with bated breath to see which Atari girl will take the place of Jasmine in his genie exhibition program at the Olympics. I mean, so if Anna and Camila go, oh, then what who's going to play Jasmine? Who who's going to play Jasmine? Wait. The answer is Alexandra Trusova. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's say, or maybe Evgeny Plushenko. What if Camila and Anna go one and two? Is the Jasmine spot the reward or the punishment? Wow. I did not consider that. Guys, please let us know. Like, hit us up with your predictions because I think this is probably one of the most exciting hypotheses to come out of of this season. Yeah. Is it the reward or the punishment? Oh, is it just the, is it just, does is it just go to the girl who has the blue, uh, blue costume? But they all have blue costumes, like one, one way or another from like a season or something. No. Okay. My big question. I mean, I had many about this program. It's like, because they've all learned the Jasmine part in the genie program, do they all recycle one costume or do they have individual costumes? <laughs> no. I, well, the girls, I think, wear their own blue costume, right? But then... You know, on the theme of is it a punishment or a reward to skate Jasmine to Maurice's Aladdin, is is this is the choreography for the Jasmine part like the entrance exam to being coached by a Terry like into <laughs> Sambo Seventy? Is it the entrance exam or is it something like that? Like Aliana Costanai has to prove that she can do before she gets you know let back into uh, Team Tuparita full time. Is it a reward or a punishment? <laughs> Did Brian have to teach Jenya in Toronto? Oh, Brian. Ugh. <laughs> oh, he has different taste. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So Georgia has one spot to the Olympic Games for men. So we're going to see Marisi and potentially Blue Genie at the Olympics. Uh, Dennis Vasilius also has a spot. And another single spot allocation. Oh, we're going to cry about this for... Ever? A few years, aren't we? Forever. Wow, I really China. overestimated that one, didn't I? <laughs> China. They only have one spot and no extra chance for additional entry such quota place. They have a single spot. I'm devastated. Yeah, and, and unless Boyang Jin does something like take the season off, which obviously he's not going to do. or He won't do. Yeah, or just ends up having like horrible, horrible results, which we do not wish on him because I love Boyang. I have a very soft spot for him. And I don't think I don't think he will. No, I, I don't think he will. I don't think he'll like. And yeah. and so between him and Han Yan, who I adore, he is my favorite men's skater who is competitive right now. I adore him. Um, But like chances are that he probably won't get to go to his home Olympics after coming out of retirement, after Ugh. falling out of skating and then falling in love with it again. I just brutal can't do this. No. When you say it like that, it just, my heart was already splintered. But then, okay, it also, if China makes the team event, Boyang will have to skate both events, meaning that he's going to be tired for the individual skate at... This is just going all so wrong, it's isn't disaster. it? It's a disaster. I hate it. 
oh, I'm so heartbroken. And I'm sure both of them are too. Or well, listen to our men's episode and, like, they're definitely heartbroken. Anyway, before, like, my room gets filled up with all of my tears, let's move on to Italy, who qualified two spots. So congratulations to them. <laughs> I'm not going to make another joke or I was going to do it, but uh, hold me back, Claudia, hold me back. <laughs> too much. I will hold you back with, like, my feeble arms. <laughs> Um, so, it, yes, Italy qual- qualified two spots, uh, which are probably going to go to, obviously, Matteo Rizzo and Daniel Grossel. Deserve it. Yeah. Uh, Korea qualified one spot. Really exciting. Uh, probably going to be going to Junwon Cha, who we hope it goes to because we love we love Junwon. But they do get a chance to qualify for an additional spot at Nebelhorn or at an Olympic Winter Games qualification event. So we know it's Nebelhorn. Yeah. Uh, same goes to France and Canada. One spot plus, a, you know, a chance for an extra one. Yeah. I really hope that Canada gets an extra spot because I'd love to see them send two men. And Keegan would love to see them send Nam as well. So, Of course. I do love Roman, though. I can't pick. Mm. I love them all. I, I love all three of these men. The thing is, if Roman goes, we get to see Olympic vlogs. And I love Insider. Oh, like, I, I love, love Olympic, Olympic vlogs. Vlog. But then if Nam goes, then we get to see Keegan and Nam antics. I know. Oh, How to choose. How to choose. This, mm, exactly. I mean, Russia definitely has the opportunity to not choose because they, like the US men, have qualified two spots, but have the opportunity to add another one. Yes, they do. Uh, Japan has three spots for men. Uh, No need to go to any qualifying events because none of those spots are provisional. All right. So let's move on to the ladies. We've got a spot for the Czech Republic, for Great Britain. Finland's got one spot. Georgia's got one spot. China's only got one spot as well. Oh, come on, China. Breaking my heart here. Josephine Tigergaard got a spot for Sweden. Mm, yes 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 as she should yes as she should korea's got two spots canada's got one spot congratulations to maddie skizzes for getting that one spot austria has one spot with a chance to get an additional spot through nebelhorn so congratulations olga makutana we very much enjoyed your skate yeah we did uh japan has three spots none of those spots are provisional Hooray! It's what we love, okay? And what we would really love even more is if Wakaba went. I'm just saying, guys. Japan has really got to promote their ladies harder. I've been very disappointed in them, but that that's another story. Japan needs to promote a lot of their a lot of their skaters in general and stop like underscoring them. At domestic at events. Nationals. Not necessary. I mean, like maybe just accurately score them. That would be preferable. Like, to the nations who also overscore at domestic competitions, accurate scoring would be nice. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Luna. Luna. Hello. Did some shit for Belgium. Uh, so Luna has one spot, but it is a provisional spot. I have no doubts that that will no longer be a provisional spot and it will be a solid spot after potentially Nebelhorn. She really did the most. Luna like, popped off. Ugh. She did. Girl popped off. And obviously Russian ladies popped off. They've got themselves those three spots, obviously. Uh, USA, two spots with a potential for an extra one. So we might get to see three ladies, three US ladies at the Olympics. That'll be really interesting. You know, like we've got Karen, Brady, Mariah, Alyssa, Amber. Like, who are we going to see? I hope that they send Karen because Karen Chen works overtime for this country. 100%. Overtime. Give her the overtime pay. 
Okay, moving on to pair skating. Obviously, Russia gets three spots. China gets two spots, but has the opportunity to get another one. Yeah, we also have uh, three countries who have two spots. None of them are provisional. Canada, the US, and Italy. Japan with one provisional spot as well. And then to kind of close off the list, uh, there are four countries that have one spot, not provisional for any of them. We have Austria, Germany, Hungary, and the Czech Republic. It'd be so exciting to see Japan send two pair teams to the Olympics. Oh my gosh, this was a point, this was something that I was going to bring up. Uh, Tim Coletto tweeted this today. Yes. But this is, yeah, this is the first year that Japan has qualified athletes slash teams in all four disciplines for the Olympics. They are gunning for that world team, not world team, Olympic team event medal. And that is so great to see. I, same with China, they did qualify at least one spot for every single event. So I'm, It's great to see uh, countries across all four events, especially because they get to battle it out in the team event, which honestly, it's grown on me. It definitely has, but very, very happy for Japan. And so let's just move, let's move on to ice dance, shall we? Yeah, let's uh, do some ice dance here. So it probably comes as no surprise that Russia, the US and Canada have all qualified three spots, none of them provisional. Um, And then we also have Italy and Great Britain that have qualified one provisional spot as well. Interesting, isn't it? It'd be fun to see two spots for both Italy and Great Britain. Unfortunately, Spain only has one. So we are going to see the battle of the Spanish teams yet again. One of them is going to miss out, which is going to be heartbreaking like it was last Olympics. So not looking forward to that at all. But... Allison and Salius, they've got their Olympic spot. Lithuania's got a spot. Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see them. I know. Save. China's also got one dance spot, so presumably it's going to Wang and Liu, which I'm so here for. I'm really, really keen. Uh, Team Coco has got Team Japan one spot. Hopefully we get to see them there. Uh, although I'd really love to see Daisuke Takahashi and Kana Muramato really give Team Coco some competition because that's always exciting. But let's talk about France, shall we? France has only got one spot and we all know who that's going to, even though there were two teams at Worlds. And yeah, guys, go read some articles. Let's move on. <laughs> that's about the end of that. Okay, so let's move on to the actual event we're talking about, the exhibition gala that shouldn't have been held, but we were glad it was held anyway because it fucking slapped. Yeah, and also, <laughs> can we talk about this weird invitation list? Like, why is... I mean, I understand why Maurice is there. He's blue. I love the commitment. But Jason and Shoma were not invited. Uh, Sway and Han declined, which, I mean, good for you. But yeah, I just wonder about this invitation list. It was a choice but I also love the gala I appreciated it me too me too and yes it was a bit interesting because of the whole COVID situation but we appreciate that you know the organizing committee was able to put this gala on anyway I really enjoyed the opening ceremony it was like it was fire absolute fire we got Circles and Squares performed, and that was the official song for this event. When did Worlds get an official song? Like, when did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. I also think that, like, my two-year-old may have learned a song oh the other day God. in preschool called Circles and Squares. 
I mean, a very different circles and squares, but a, a strong appreciation for both versions. And it was performed by 2015 Eurovision winner and Eurovision runner up. And like, no wonder this slapped. No wonder. It was very Eurovision and <laughs> so good. So, so, so good. I also really like the huge Stockholm letters in the background. I think they really, they really worked. So our first skater out was Nikolai Mayorov. Blessed, this blessed boy. I deadass thought this was Keegan Messing, okay? <laughs> I was just like, why does this blessed Swedish boy want to be Canadian so bad? This was very, very much channeling Keegan. And you know what? Nikolai performed the hell out of it. Like the commitment to whatever character he's got going on. Like it deserves plaudits, definitely. I, I love it. The whole thing was very, very, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the word for it was. It was on. I, it was a very good opener. I was like, if this is what we're in for, then it's going to be a rollicking good time. Absolutely. He definitely kicked the gala off to a cracking start. And we also got to see that, hello, shout out to On Ice Perspectives, Jordan Cowan was invited to do the gala. And I think that was, a, it was great. I think it was the best thing you could do when there's no audience. And even if there was an audience, we should do more of this. So Jordan must be loving life right now. Okay, but as much as that first program slapped, we then have Peng and Jin doing an exhibition program to My Drag by Squirrel Nut Zippers. That sounds painful. Nut zippers? I'm sorry. That doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> Squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> it's a, it's a nut, detail, inconsequential. You missed detail. out the entire squirrel. <laughs> squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> okay, so last episode, which was our ice dance episode, we turned into an <laughs> aviary. Like our podcast became like this, a bird theme. And now I guess we're, we're going to be squirrel themed. Or like as North Americans Rodent. like to say, squirrel. No, it's squirrel. It's squirrel. There, there are two syllables. Squirrel, not squirrel. What is a nut zipper? I've got no clue. Maybe let's let maybe let's ask the the squirrel from Ice Age. He likes his I, nut. <laughs> oh my god! Genuine confusion. I am confusion. But the program <laughs> slaps though. <laughs> it's, it was something. It's the most I've seen Cheng smile. Why can't? I, w- I was like, hashtag Peng and Jin, use this exhibition program for your short program next season. Cause, And also I did hashtag Jin in Boots. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Boots. Thank you. I, I think they, they were so happy skating this. And I was just like, what, what? I would love to see that kind of personality in a short program. Yeah, I really would. Especially from her. I feel like she is always really hard on herself. And I know that like a lot of skaters are hard on themselves, but I feel like she especially is. And it was so nice to see her just kind of like let loose and do this exhibition to Mm -hmm. my drag by squirrel nut zippers. (laughs) That's the bet. That, that is such, that is such a good title and band name. Like just saying that my drag by squirrel nut zippers. I just want to say that all day. I don't even know what it means, but, but this was, this was the first two shots that I took because they came out in all black and maybe it was like their training outfits, but I was just like, all right, let's, let's make a game. Drink every time a skater comes out in all black. And I should not have made that game. Honestly, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Well, you did not have to take any shots no. for our next skater, who is Josephine Taligard from Sweden, doing a very, very good ABBA program. 
And I know that I have been complaining about ABBA all season long. What? But I'm not sorry, going to Mariah. do any of that in this no. episode. This is the ABBA medley we deserved this season. Sorry, Mariah. We, lo- we honestly, we love you. But sorry, Shay. Sorry. Mariah. Sorry, guys. Look, from the get go, I was like, oh, my God, Josephine and her costumes need a stylist again. But then again, I, I was like, this costume literally screams ABBA. So I was like, I also approve. I had no idea what was happening in this costume, but I just decided to go with it. And I'm glad that I made that choice because it was a good one. As soon as I saw a picture of her in that costume, I was like, there is no chance that she's skating to anything other than ABBA. And I was right. So like the costume, I guess, did its job. And she also became Lip Sync on Ice champion. Lip Sync on Ice champion Josephine Taliagod. Oh my gosh, but the music cut was so good. There was enough of Dancing it Queen. It was. We didn't hear Thank You for the Music. And she went right into Take a Chance on Me, which is like prime ABBA. So. That transition, though. That transi- that music transition from Dancing Queen to Take a Chance on Me was so prime. I was like, Josephine may need a stylist in our opinion, but she does not need a new music editor or choreographer. And I was like, maybe, Josephine. Let's share the limited resources, shall we? It's, it's true. This <laughs> let's, was amazing. Let's share. Did you also catch the moment where she unfortunately went down on the triple toe loop, but she was like, fuck you, bell sleeve. And she like legit chucked one of her bell sleeves <laughs> off <laughs> yeah, after the fall. I, I, I did see that. And I was like, this is such a mood. And this is why we love her. This gala was really off to a good start uh, between uh, Keegan Messing, uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers and Josephine with Dancing Queen. Oh my gosh, it rhymes. That's it. I'm fulfilled. Self-actualization achieved. We can quit the pod right here. See you later, guys. We've stopped. Maslow's hierarchy of needs right to the top. (laughs) Satisfied. And we were also quite satisfied with Donovan Carrillo's program too. Can we cast him as Miguel in the live action Coco? Because like I know Disney and Pixar are really into this live action thing, but like I feel like this needs to happen. Or at least like like a Coco on ice. I'm actually Coco on Ice. I'm actually really behind that idea. I'm really behind that idea. Oh my gosh. Coco on Ice would be so good. Um also, but like I saw that the title of the song and I was like, why are we in a club? <laughs> I did not expect the dubstep and EDM like part to open the program. I was like, what is going on? I thought you were skating to Kankion del Mariachi. I'm like, what is going on? But then I was like, imagine this with a crowd. Oh my gosh, imagine, imagine this with a crowd. It would pop off. It would be a whole club. Would not stop partying until six in the morning. Him and Shoma can just uh, cycle music. I wouldn't. Oh my it. gosh, Shoma's EDM. Dude, that, that, that program slaps as well. Um, all, talking about slapping, the bass in this music in the arena was so strong that Jordan's camera was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, guys, tone it down, but also like keep it at that level because <laughs> this is just what's keeping the gala entirely alive. Oh my gosh. I just love him. And everyone else loved him too because you could literally hear them like screaming and I love it. The cheer was so loud and I was so happy for him. Just So from Donovan Carrillo to yet another person that I mistook for Keegan Messing uh maddie chalk and evan bates not maddie i mistook evan for keegan because he too was wearing a cowboy hat uh their exhibition program was to these boots are made for walking by jessica simpson (laughs) i never thought i'd see her at an exhibition gala but here she is it's a choice 
So we've seen this exhibition program before, but I can never get over this fact that they're using the Jessica Simpson version. Taste. The taste, though, because the country in this was so strong and it's just a lot of fun. But also I was like, in honor of Chuck and Bates, I assume make the theme for the rhythm dance next year line dance instead of urban hip hop crump. We all know what people are going to do with that one. I love crumping. I love hip hop, but I am just dreading what people are going to do with it. We don't want a repeat of Domnina and Shavalin's Australian Aboriginal dance because that was shocking. Too shocking for words. And we don't need a repeat of that. No, we do not. Like the bar's already been set that low. We've got an example in front of us. Just keep it considerate. But Maddie had no consideration for Evan's stomach when she literally just stepped all over him. I was, I literally <laughs> screamed. I thought he was going to die. I thought his uh, Keegan Messing shirt would look like Caitlin Hawaii's dress from not the current one from the <laughs> Philip Glass program, but the old one. I was terrified. So I saw his life flash before his eyes. I need to ask Evan how much he tenses before Maddie steps on his stomach with her blade. Like, I, those are just the important questions we need to ask. I mean, if you guys ever want to come on the pod. You and your dogs. Here's a preview. <laughs> Here's a preview. Very welcome to come on. Also, somebody who's very welcome to come on the pod is Kaori Sakamoto, who, okay, I've been saying, I've been saying Mark Hanretti's name, his full name for like so much of this entire week, but I'm going to say it again. He introduced Kaori by saying, if you want to see the best double axles of the week, this skater is the one you want to be watching. I mean, I mean, yes, facts, all these languages that he could speak and he chose to speak facts. That was excellent. That was excellent. Also, what was excellent was Kaori and her headband. Very here for it. But I had to take another shot because she was in all black. Oh, my gosh. Um, it, there were many beautiful details in her costume, though, but uh, yes. she did pop her axle. She just wasn't in it she was off axis the takeoff was awful looking mark and mark was just like i jinxed kari and i'm like hell yeah yes, you, you did, did. <laughs> praise her but you jinxed her okay am i am i off my rocker if i say that i would prefer this to be her short program over back alajaz don't say that though because then she won't bring back no roots don't put it out there i'm very much firmly on the no roots program for next season but I'm also very here for Kaori staying at, for at least another quad. And I would very much like to see this program as a short program one season. Just not the Olympic season because No Roots is top of... It gives us the ultimate needs. Al Maslow's pyramid is just... We're all the way up there with it. I think she really enjoys it too because she literally like smiles so big when she skates that No Roots program. I know we say this literally every episode, but it's true, okay? We speak facts as well. Mm. Yeah, we've got training by Mark Henry, so we just speak facts. And I'm going to speak facts about Mikhail Kolyada because this was just... Okay, I also took another shot because all black costume. But oh, it was just so silky smooth. It was too good. It's just... It was just Misha being Misha. It was gorgeous. I love new Misha. New Misha is like literally one of my favorite things about this season. There's not a lot to like about this season, but he is one of them. Exactly. And that perfect, literally perfect triple lutz. Of course he puts it in. And this is, normally I'm not a huge fan of skaters skating to like, I don't know, things you could skate to for your programs. Do you know what I mean? But this was just gorgeous. I was like, thank you. Thank you for existing. (laughs) Thank you for being, thank you for switching to Alexi Mission. We appreciate it. 
uh, our next exhibition program that we saw was also a team wearing all black. So at this point, Claudia is plastered. Um, also, they skated to a song or a piece of music called 7 Plus 3. And ever since Ariana Grande released 34 Plus 35, every time I see some number plus some number, I just always think of 34 Plus 35. But like, why 10? I don't know. We all know like what 30, thirty-four plus thirty-five means, but what? Like that does was 10 genius. Mean? Ten. Like Ariana was genius. Thirty-four plus thirty-five, but seven plus three. Ten. Why seven ten? Plus three. Why ten? I mean, I, I had know. to take two shots, one for each, Charlene and Marco, because they were both wearing black. So give me a reason why ten. Why does it add up to ten? <laughs> I mean, sure, ten's a nice number. I like three as well, but it's a nice round number. It's not Ariana genius level. It's anyway. Not. Um, this was a nice performance, but we do know that three people, at least three people in this world, can do simple edition. So good. For or you. or did they know how to do the simple edition? Because the ten doesn't seem to have any meaning, and seven plus three seems pretty remarkable. So <laughs> questions. Seven plus it three seems there. pretty remarkable. Just putting it out. I mean, Remarkable also describes the decal on the back of her costume, which was very, very nice. It was true. It was, it was a good decal. Love a good decal. Um, a very, I guess it wasn't a decal, but I guess it was a detail, was also the thin Avril Lavigne tie on Josephine's costume. I just had to bring that up because I didn't say Avril it Levine. when I was talking about her and I needed to. <laughs> because Avril Lavigne, and that's it, send tweets. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne sent tweet. Oh, can we get more Avril Lavigne skating programs, please? Oh my god! Like, why don't we have more Avril Lavigne skating programs? Can you I'm, I'm skating still to Skater Boy? Skating to Figure Skater Boy. So, Hawaii Can Baker, this is your new exhibition program. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We won't take. We won't take any alternatives. Truth. We're speaking facts yet again. Gonna also speak facts about Sasha Trusova and her skating to Game of Survival by Ruel. See, this is what I think her brand is. Like, I think that her Game of Thrones program was, like, also in this realm. And I think she really enjoys it. She really likes this. You can tell. It's very much her. But also, she came out on the ice. And she was looking like she was wearing a cape. And I was like, no capes in the uh, the mode form. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, it's not an actual cape. It's, like, this fabric thing. But then she drops it after, like, 30 seconds. And I'm like, Using props for the sake of using props, but only using the props for like 30 seconds? No. Maybe like wave it around a bit more. Maybe like we'll accept the capes for you, Sasha. Maybe. (laughs) But then again, she also made me drink because she was in all black. Uh, In the next Incredibles movie, Edna Mode will say, no capes, asterisk, except for Sasha Trusova. We'll see it. You heard it here first. Maybe. Maybe because Sasha went... She pop, girl. She she went all out. She landed a fucking quad blitz in the exhibition under spotlights, like yeah, that's a lot. Ruskaya Raketa here to be like, guys, I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> that she is. Uh, uh, she and Nathan. I don't know if you saw that Instagram video where she and Nathan landed side by side. Yes, quad I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the energy here. Big big energy. Very much big energy in that cantilever. That's such a moment. We love when she holds her moves. But then it got odd because I was like, why did she finish her program on her belly? And then I'm like, okay, no, she didn't. 
I thought she was like, mm, yeah, that's it, face down. But she was actually just like in the middle of. She was taking over. a break. She was taking a break. As you do after you line a quad lutz. Deserved. But like, on, mm, I was like, face down. Is that really what we're going to end our program with? But no, it was just a break in the music that was very oddly choreographed because she wasn't moving. But isn't that like a red jumpsuit apparatus song, face down? <laughs> Am I making that up? That's I, some pop punk. But wait, I'm going to Google it. Face down, red jumpsuit. Yes, it is a red jumpsuit apparatus song. I'm not lying. Y'all, you need to take Joss to a trivia night where pop punk is one of the categories because she will answer every single one of those questions. She knows I'll her win. shit. I'll win. You know it. Um. Anyways, not to veer too off track here. Um. Then we started into the pop ballad section of this exhibition. Uh, we have Miura and Kihara who skated to Million Reasons by Lady Gaga. Very somber, but they skated so nicely. I was like, I always love watching them. They have such a nice chemistry. It's so natural. I adore them. They're so adorable. They're such great partners with each other, which is like the best thing. They're, They're so adorable. And I was like, thank you for not giving us black costumes. I needed a break anyway. So well done, guys. They were skating in gorgeous blue to Million Reasons by Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, and then we saw Piper and Paul. I love that. Yep, plus two. Just saying their <laughs> names makes me happy. But also, yes, plus two to Claudia's shot roster over here. Um, they say skated a very quintessential Canadian program. Uh, it's just got the that vibe. They're Canadian? <laughs> really? Very quintessentially Canadian. Yes. And I, I can say that as a Canadian myself. Although Piper's dress was fantastic. I really, really like that cut on her. It was a very, very nice dress. Although Piper can really wear anything and pull it off. So not surprising. That, that is very, very true. Very true. And Karen rounds out the uh, the little block of pop ballads by skating to Never Enough by Lauren Allred. And I'm not surprised with this music choice because it's very Karen. And I also thank Karen for not wearing a black costume. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. I needed a breather anyway. And... But this was a gorgeous program. It was so quintessential, Karen. The spirals. Oh, it's so Michelle Kwan reminiscent, but also just very Karen as well. I was like, thank you for not using over the boot tights. Thank you for having a gorgeous layback that doesn't get plus fives from the judges, but really should. Also, thank you for helping me enjoy a greatest showman program. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Look at you, Karen Chen, doing it again, doing the most for everybody out there. It's called thank character you, Karen. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. So we've got Karen helping Joss enjoy Greatest Showman programs. We've got Marjorie and Zach making Joss want to go watch Rio. This is too it's much change happening. for me at once. I can't handle it. I'm not good with change. It gives me anxiety. Mm, me too. It's fine. It's just my constant state of existence at this point. I was about, I was about to say like it, it's, it's our new normal, not new normal. It is our that new is new just normal. normal. It's not new at all. And I think exactly. And I think no, normal for Maurice Kavitalashvili is in blue body paint. Oh my God. <laughs> he seems to have a thing with blue body paint. I don't know what it is for him that does it with the blue body paint. But like we said before, um, Jasmine in this version of you've got you've no wait what is it. Friend Like Me uh, was Anna Sherbakova. And like I said, I really wonder what these practices look like. Like, do they all line up and do it in sync? Uh, Do they do it one by one? 
Is there a pyramid like on <gasps> Dance Moms? Uh-huh. Oh, guys, we need a reality show. We really need a Dance Moms, but for for Tupa underscore House Moms. <laughs> And whoever is at the top of the pyramid gets the solo, and whoever is at the bottom of the pyramid gets the duet with Maurice. <laughs> but is it is it a punishment or is it a reward? Is the solo the Jasmine solo? The age-old question. Here we come back again to the same question. Round and round we go. Yeah, I feel like that's also another pop-punk song that could exist. <laughs> um... It's it's like on the pyramid. It's like Paige and Brooke always did, the, or Paige and Mackenzie always did the duet because at that time Mackenzie was like four, and Abby hated Paige, so they would always do the duet. Maybe whoever is at the bottom of the pyramid does the duet with Maurice. I think it's all coming together, guys. Who, who's the song by Seventy Girl that's like Mackenzie and just wants to stay at home and eat chips? I think it's Aliona. <laughs> that's actually true. That's, that's actually so very true. true. That's such that's such her energy. Very big. And look where Mackenzie is now. Look where she is now, huh? Mackenzie played the long game and she almost she has did. more followers on Instagram than Maddie. Let me look, actually. I need to verify. And because, can, like, can I also mention the shade for Mackenzie to stop using Maxie as her stage name? Because we all knew that Maxie just wasn't it. Um, so Kenzie has 15 million followers. Damn. And Maddie Ziegler has, wait, hold, hold on. She only has 13.9. <gasps> Shut up. Oh, my God. Kenzie coming through. I mean, not that we should pit sisters against one another, as Abby did their whole lives. But but I'm Kenzie saying, gets recognition. Aliona's playing the yeah. long game. And here we are with proof that sitting on the couch and eating chips energy gets you far in the long game. That's what the, the fuck take- are we even talking about anymore? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get back to Marisi and Blue Friends. Anna was wearing her short program dress, which is blue, and it actually fit very, very well. And this just was, he fell in the choreo. <laughs> I mean, uh, he covered like it said, very well. He covered it Like well. we said in the men's episode, he is the star of spinning out because all he did during that men's event was spin out of his jumps. <laughs> but... This exhibition is just so prime. Like, who has that dedication? Marisi has two modes. It's virus basketball and blue body paint. Virus. (laughs) The two genders. Marisi skates the... He skates the shit out of this exhibition program. He is so into it. He is so committed. Plus five GOEs everywhere. PCS 10s. I do really enjoy this. I gotta tell you, you know, even though I'm mad about Jason and Shoma not being invited, I can't be too mad about it. I I could imagine Jason skating like this. However, and who would be the US lady who comes out and does the Jasmine pit? Jasmine bit. Who knows? It's very Maurice and Sambo 70. Let's leave it to Tutba underscore house for this program. It really is. It is that vibe. It's very much on brand. How do we select a U.S. lady for this? We've been struggling for years and years, and Karen Chen might also have to be the one that pulls through, as she is every single time. So, look, she already has a blue dress, so she can definitely she can, do it. she can she do it. She Anna, she just wore it exactly, exactly. Anna, teach Karen. Let's move on to Andreas Norjebeck, who is skating to another rendition of Hallelujah. He's Sweden's junior champion, just turned seventeen, and originally I was going uh, Hallelujah again. But this is a rock version that we haven't heard. I feel like this is a version that a Canadian skater would use. It's got that vibe, the vocals. Sweden, the Canada of the Nordics. <laughs> is that the is that the episode title? 
that's their episode title and their official tourism slogan. It's not actually. Um, but he's he's got such baby energy. He's definitely got potential in him. And it was great that he was able to come out and perform in this gala because awesome. Yeah, that was really sick. Uh, I honestly was not super stoked to hear Hallelujah, but I was very excited to see him. So it was a rock version. It was it was we didn't hear Katie Lang or Jeff Buckley again, so or Zach Donahue, as we were told that he sings it sometimes. You know what? You know how Sophia Samadurova and Adam Rippon give off that they have sung sung at galas and how I can't remember which skater sung the music it was Star Star Andrews sung the Whitney Houston version for oh, her, iconic uh, for a short program. Iconic. iconic. Zach Donahue, why aren't you singing your Hallelujah version? That might have given you some extra PCS points. Don't give him any ideas. Okay. So Brady Tunnell, up next with Up by Shania Twain. Which she pointed every single time, so we really knew what the direction was. Also, fun fact, I'm really shit with cardinal directions, and she really helped me out here. Thank you so much, Brady. Lovely Joss here for a long time. Thought North was <laughs> always right. Is it right in front of you or right on top of you? <laughs> right on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> so Brady definitely helped you out there. Thanks, Brady. Brady and Shania doing the most. I was also I was wondering though, like where's her Keegan ma- missing costume? If you're gonna skate a Shania Twain program and everyone else exactly. has a Keegan missing costume, like why why is she not wearing one? I. Brady, I would have taken an extra shot for you if you wore your short program jumpsuit. Just saying. I mean, does that count as all black, though? Because I think one of the prerequisites for an all black shot is that it has to be black and like all black and also boring. But like that jumpsuit is not boring whatsoever. My requisite was just black costume. I mean, look, look at Piper's dress. It was gorgeous, but it was also black and I had committed. That's true. So I appreciate the commitment. Thank you. It's not like the judges had any with their scoring. Um, <laughs> so Yuma Kagiyama, all black again. So I had to take a shot. And so Yuma is my favorite bean, right? My favorite young bean. But he skated to Take Five by Dave Brubeck. And I'm like, I th- I thought this was an old short program, but then I realized, no, it isn't. And surely we can find better exhibition music than Take Five, right? <laughs> Yes, that was also uh, some notes that I <laughs> that I made. It's like, why is this maybe we'll just treat it as a Patrick Chan tribute program, shall we? Sure, we can do that. I can do. I can live with that. I'll take a shot for that. Let, let's yeah. think that. Um, it was lovely. I really enjoyed it. I always love Yuma. So, and up next was KMT and Michael Marinero. They were there were several positions in this program where I mistook her for a KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> And that's all I had to say about And positions, another Ariana Grande reference, which we love because I'm a a stan. Oh my gosh. Ariana is just popping up everywhere. Love her. Absolutely love her. But Michael Marinara is in all black, so I had to drink again. Oh shit. Yeah. But they had a fun program too. I lived by One Republic. All right. Our next program comes from Disco Faves with another disco medley, uh, Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson from Great Britain. I feel like these two, and I know that I was texting you this the other day, but they have two modes, disco or off. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the only modes that they exist in. Look, I wouldn't be extremely mad about that because they they do disco very well. They do this theme very, very well. This is their 2018-19 free dance. 
And I was like, no wonder I found it so familiar. Lewis and Lyle, they were just given everything. And although I do have one small criticism is, and it's that this is a gala. I don't necessarily like to see recycled programs. I mean, I do get it, especially in COVID season. Maybe just pick a, uh, pick a song off your iPod. Do iPod classics even exist? I love my iPod classic. Pick a song off your mobile device or whatever music device you have and improvise. Just jam out, man. Jam out. I wouldn't mind. It would likely also be music from the discotheque because as I said, they have two modes, disco or off. And you know, that's not a terrible way to live. <laughs> it really isn't because discotheque life is really popping, isn't it? It is. Um, next up, we had Rika Kakira in a leather crop top outfit that I thought was straight from Fashion Nova. Looked very much like something that would appear in a Fashion Nova haul. True. And I took another shot. Thanks, Rika. Um, I do appreciate that this is very different from her programs that we saw her skate in the ladies event. It was cute. It was fun. It was kind of edgy. I enjoyed it. Me too. I really, really appreciate that Rika and her team are doing the most with um, getting her to skate to different styles because that just, it's going to make her a better skater and we love to see all these different styles. She did her best with it and it was a fun program and I like seeing her smile and, you know, perform because she's adorable. Yeah, I, I did really enjoy this from her. I thought it was a different style um for her but someone who skated in the same style that he's very used to and very very quintessentially canadian uh the shirt even looked like it could be from roots and what is more canadian than a roots shirt it probably was roots it pro- he probably had his whole wardrobe is probably roots and you know what kaori should still skate to no roots She's not Canadian, so she skates to no roots instead of roots. Look at me. I'm just so smart today, aren't I? (laughs) It's that Cinnabon. (laughs) that Cinnabon that I ate right before I started recording this episode. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Keegan threw down. He brought the fucking roof. Like, he blew it off. He blew it off. I was about to say bring, brought the house down or brought the roof down. I don't know. He left me speechless because this was probably the highlight of the gala for me. Honestly, it was such a great exhibition program. It was so great. Like he had so much energy. Again, it was really, really different from it was kind of a similar vibe to Guns N' Roses, but not a very similar vibe to the Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran would not no, would not skate no. this program if Ed Sheeran was a skater. I just tried to imagine Ed Sheeran figure skating and I just couldn't (laughs) compute that in my head. It just didn't quite work out. Same here. But you know what can compute is the one, two, three, four by Alan Doyle, which Keegan skated to. And one second into the music, I was like, this is very Keegan. And it's just mm, so good. But also, oh, he just gave me such old school footwork vibes. This it's very Elvis Stoico, Kurt Browning, even Scott Hamilton that that quick old school footwork just oh I love it so much easy as you like triple axle and then he almost took Jordan's head off with that butterfly or was it a death job I don't I don't remember but I would I feared for Jordan's life honestly because Keegan was just flying everywhere he was yeah he had no roots to the ice no roots on the ice it also kind of now that I'm looking at my notes here it's bothering me so much that the the title of this music is one two three four but there are no addition signs like what's up with that 
but Joss, then then that would add up to ten, and we always we already know that like what's special with ten? Oh, stop! What? Oh my gosh, it's subliminal messaging. Are the aliens gonna beam me up? But like I said, is this gonna unlock the Suez Canal? Is this how the boat's gonna get out? Like I said, Keegan to me is not human. He's an alien. We okay? We've just decoded this whole fucking thing. But we're done. That's it. Mic drop. Uh, but only Keegan toe picks the boards like and jumps off it. But then he hops up onto the sideboards like stage area and finishes right in front of the Stockholm sign. <laughs> and it was just this is an exhibition, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. Exhibition. And also, no tape on his skates this time. So, all cool. We miss the Red Sox, though. But also, thank you for a non-black costume and picking something from your Roots wardrobe instead. Do you reckon he's sponsored by Roots? He should I mean, be. what Canadian is not sponsored by Roots? Even if they're not sponsored by Roots, like, in essence, they're sponsored they're by sponsored Roots. They're sponsored by yeah. Roots. Uh, the next couple programs. So up next, we had Boyko von Koslovsky. And then after that, we had Maddie and Zach. I feel like we kind of had similar vibes from these two programs. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. No, I agree. So Sasha and Dimitri, they've, they used an old short program as well. Uh, they used their short program from 2019-2020 season. And it was to My Way by Andre Rieur. And aside from that fact that it's a recycled program... Great throw triple flip from Sasha. Doesn't she wish she did that in the free skate? She checked that hip out. Like, okay. Uh, and the scoring definitely did go their way in the wow <laughs> in the short program. Anyways, we're punny today. I'm really enjoying Real punny. this. Uh, and then we have Maddie and Zach. Uh, you took another shot because Maddie wore all black. Um, definitely a very quintessential yes. Hubble Donahue program. Very much so. It was almost like they skated to an old program. Yes. And then the Holy Spirit of Hubble and Donahue continued to remain on the ice because Lisa Tukhtumishva then did a program to Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. (laughs) This Holy Spirit business, I don't know how they, maybe the Holy Spirit came along with Alexei Bachenko and that's why the ice was cursed. The pirate ship, man. (laughs) The pirate ship. That's why everything comes back to the pirate. We ship. love and hate it, don't we? No one. Ha- I don't hate it. Who hates it? That's actually true. <laughs> but Lisa took to Mishava, like she's just stood around in the. It was choreographed by Ilya Averbuk, but she stood around when Bradley was singing, and I'm like, okay, at least we know that she's playing Lady Gaga in this situation. Like here's someone who knows who they are portraying. But we get a sparkly green dress. It's nice to see Lisa embracing her softer artistic side, but. I would have loved to see her toxic ex. <laughs> God, what <laughs> Her toxic exhibition program with her in her little um, air hostess costume because that fucking slaps. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just a side note about the toxic exhibition program. Claudia texted me when we were talking about the toxic exhibition program and she literally said something about Lisa and her toxic ex. And I was like, was he toxic? <laughs> what was wrong with him? No, she meant the toxic no, exhibition program. No. But. And then we move on to literally the most gorgeous program of... This is honestly on another level. It's Yuzuru Hanyu skating to Hana Wasaku by Fumiya Sashida, choreographed by Nanami Abe. And this song uh, translates to Flowers Will Bloom, and it is... A recovery support song which was composed to send courage and comfort to people affected by the 2011 Japanese earthquake and tsunami 
And for this special occasion, a new version of this song was arranged by the original composer and they paired up with Yuzu and created this stunning, stunning program. He was dressed in Winnie the Pooh yellow, iconic color, but aside from that, this was class. It was pure class. It was such perfection. It was touching. The flower also was perfect. Everything about it was. Yeah, like there was literally not one thing wrong about this program. It was like on another Mm -mm. playing field. Like, I literally just can't. It was amazing. I don't have the words to describe it. If you have not seen this, I highly recommend that. If you watch one program from like all of Worlds, I would recommend this. It's just beautiful. I completely agree. And it's it just reminds us how much Yuzu's done for his community at home and which adds to his whole likability factor cuz this man has just done so much for the sport of skating but also for his home community. We cannot ask for a better athlete, honestly. Literally like the pinnacle of amazing athlete. That's why he's the goat. So our next three programs were all from Russian athletes slash teams. Uh, first, we had Mashina and Galiamov, who skated to a soundtrack from The Ghost. There were car-, car crash noises here. I was not expecting that. Just like the Joker costume change. In this climate? I needed, some pre- I needed pre-warning for this, Nastya and Sasha. I needed I need a pre-warning. Also, she came out with this red cape. I was like, no capes. And then again, it wasn't a cape. It was just a prop. But can we also get non-red and black costumes for Nastya and Sasha? <laughs> They're get, always in get red a, and black, literally constantly. Can we get different color wheel choices, please? Yes, I agree. Before we talk about Anna Sherbakova, who we want to wish very happy birthday to, uh, let's kind of jump ahead one program to Sinitsina and Katsalapov, who skated to My Way by Aloe Black. Um, and they definitely got My Way in their scores. <laughs> also ah. another one that got My Way in the scores. Very, very fitting, the folks who were assigned to skate to My Way in the gala. But yeah, <laughs> it's funny how things just come full circle. Thank you, Captain Pachenko. Very much in the same light as Hubble and Donahue, this is another very Sinitsa and Katsalpa program. It is indeed. But they did use Aloe Black. I think I remember Aloe Black performing at the ISU Awards thing that we had last season. And so we love Aloe Black in skating. Please. Philip Glass had a great skating season. Maybe Aloe will have another great skating season next season. Aloe Black was also on one of my favorite shows that I cannot say because it would be a spoiler. But he was also amazing on that, so... Three guesses which show. You only need one guess. <laughs> I'm literally the most on-brand person you'll ever find. I never deviate. Anyways, uh, going back to what we were saying, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Anna Sherbakova. Another 17 person, years old. 17. The candles on the cake, they were so cool. I was like, can I have those candles for my birthday, please? It, um, instead of the party store $2 versions. We're not. No, we're, we don't, don't go, go there. there. Um, uh, I also, I oh my God, I love that Stevie Wonder version of the Happy Birthday song. Nathan gave her cake uh, and then he took it back. It was just so nice and wholesome. So she could carry Rilakkuma off the ice as well because she brought Rilakkuma on for Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Lord. I was just like, this is, Hunker Games is a bit too scary for Rilakkuma. Rilakkuma wants nothing to do with that. Like, no, thank you. 
Maybe well, let's keep Real Kuma in District 13 where they don't have to That's compete rude. in the Hunger Games. Did you ask but, his permission before you put him in the Hunger Games? Did you? Well, the capital doesn't either. So like, it's just that, that is also very true. People are usually very upset when they get drafted for the Hunger Games. Usually. That's actually true. But there is volunteers. But yeah, Anna, she's grown so much taller. She's almost as tall as Nathan. <laughs> That she is. That she is. But, I mean, you could kind of see her struggling with her jumps. Maybe it's fatigue from competing or other factors. Like I said, she has grown a lot taller. So she rehearsed the genie yeah. routine one too many times. That's it. Marisi, come Carry on. Carry your own lamp, man. What are you doing? <laughs> 10,000 years own- will give you such a crick in the neck, as they say carry your own lamp because it's COVID and we shouldn't be uh, giving each other items. Yeah. Did you Purell that lamp before before it was handed off? Did you? No. We'll get to this later when uh, everyone comes on in the finale and literally everyone but the Swedish, Russians and Marisi are wearing their masks. So anyway, um, Nathan finishing off the entire event with the only program that matters apart from Yuzu's <laughs> tribute program. But this is the only other program that matters here. So for, for me, like if I was Abby Lee Miller and I was doing my pyramid, Rocketman is definitely up there, but the top of the pyramid will have to be shared because I'm a big fan of Nemesis. So no, I need the caravan shivy. No. Okay. Well, for me, it's going to be Nemesis, Rocketman and Philip Glass because y'all know I talked everything about that program. Love. Caravan shimmy is no Page Highland. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I ain't putting caravan shimmy at the bottom of the pyramid. Excuse you. <laughs> so it's more like a Kalani uh, It goes or a in Kendall. the Chloe's. No, it goes in the Chloe spot. Thank you. Oh, I Chloe. love caravan. It's the Chloe. It goes in the Chloe spot. Not quite a Kalani or a Kendall. Also, no, no. It's Definitely a not a Vivian. <laughs> Much like side-by-side jumps, I don't think Vivian exists on Abby Lee Miller's pyramid. <laughs> but... Don't disrespect Whiplash like that. I definitely put Caravan up there. It's just compared to Nemesis and Rocketman and Philip Glass. But Rocketman, of course, he's wearing all black. Like another shot for me, right? Another shot for me. Out of all of the skaters that I expected to wear all black, Nathan was definitely at the top. Really? What gives it away? Hmm? I was like, this is, is this his outfit for the plane ride home? It's it's definitely an airport outfit. I have worn this outfit in many an airport. Exactly, in my day. but I was like, at least this is the final shot I have to take. But it's I true. love how we got to see a non-quad rocker man. We get to see his skating skills. We got to see the backflip, and then I also did his Benny and the Jeff step sequence with him and sung along. Um, I've missed it so much. Why do I even miss the bus seat <laughs> shirt? I couldn't tell you on that one personally, but. <laughs> I don't have the answers to everything, unfortunately, today. Well, the answer to the universe is 42 for all you Hitchhiker to the Galaxy fans out there. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but 42. But this program just, mm, it slaps so hard. It's just, you know, it makes me want to. So I've had this thought in my head where I'm like, oh, what if I create a YouTube channel of me recreating like awesome skating programs? And then I'm like, oh, but... (laughs) I don't want to be recreating like masterpieces because I will literally look like a flopping fish. So I was like half my brain was going, oh, I should get on the ice and like recreate Benny and the Jets. And then the other half is like, I do not want to look 
stupid. But this is how much I love the step sequence and the program. So, I mean, your favorite high school musical is high school musical too. So I have alternative taste. We're fighting now. Guys, we're fighting now. It's called <laughs> taste buds. Anyway, let's go, said the announcer into the finale. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't with this gal at I just can't. And literally, so everyone came out. They were all wearing their masks, including Vika and Nikita. Vika definitely had her mask on because she's like, I ain't getting COVID again because that was shit. But the Swedish weren't wearing their masks. The rest of the Russians weren't wearing their masks. Marisi was just like, hell no, I don't have a blue mask. Well, he actually probably does have a blue mask, but I ain't wearing a mask covering up my blue face paint. But everyone else was. And so I snorted about that. Good for everyone else. They skated to Skyfall Stars by Coldplay. Final choreo was honestly kind of lit, not going to lie. And it looked hella cool with those mini lights. The final bow was honestly just a huge circus. Much like the entire event. And also Britney Spears Circus needs to be skated to. Just saying. <laughs> yes. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're actually kind of making waves with that conservatorship business, in case you hadn't heard. Yeah, guys, go watch the documentary. Some trivia. I'm also obsessed with Britney Spears and hashtag free Britney. We actually talk about it at work. Uh, So everyone in my department, which is literally only like four people, uh, when we're not in appointments and meetings, we sit outside together and gossip about free Britney. (laughs) But also that album slaps. It slaps so hard. So (laughs) shout out to my coworkers. (laughs) Shout out also to my final shot count, which was at 14. So Jesus Christ. Y'all, that's too much. Anyway, I didn't actually take those shots. I just had a shot count going. But and thank goodness. Thank goodness, because I would be prone on the floor. You wouldn't be able to do the simple addition that is seven plus three. <laughs> <laughs> I think that means we need to finish this episode. I, I really think it does. <laughs> but we've had so much fun this episode. I hope you guys have had fun with us too. But let's head on into our kiss and cry. All right, so the book that we are recommending today, we are recommending because everyone decided to dress up as Keegan Messing in their cowboy hats. And of course, we had to pick- Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, y'all. Everyone dressed up as Keegan Messing. But of course, I had to pick a book for this kiss and cry in the Western genre. And that book is actually a combination of two novellas um, that are just combined and printed in the same- book or you can read them separately as novellas take your pick Um, but these books are called river of teeth and taste of marrow which make up the american hippo series by sarah gailey Um, like i said they are in the western genre and they take place in an alternate america in which hippos rule the colossal swamp that was once the mississippi river Um, my favorite thing about these novellas is the very diverse cast of characters of all demographics with a strong focus on characters from the LGBTQIA plus community, which Sarah Gailey also identifies in. And because I have no words to explain the true genius of these books, I'm just going to read you guys the blurb. And so it says, years ago in an America that never was, the U.S. government introduced herds of hippos to the marshlands of Louisiana to be bred and slaughtered as an alternative meat source. This plan failed to take into account some key facts about hippos. They are savage, they are fast, and their jaws can snap a man in two. 
By the 1890s, the vast bayou that was once America's greatest waterway belongs to feral hippos, and Winslow's Winslow Houndstooth has been con- contracted to take it back. Whew, words are hard. Uh, to do so, he will gather a crew of the damnedest cons, outlaws, and assassins to ever ride a hippo. American Hippo is the story of their fortunes, their failures, and his revenge. And it is literally just as fun as it sounds. Um, These books go by so quickly. Like I said, they are each novellas. So I think in total, the two of them can't be any more than like 200, 250 pages. So you could probably fly through them in a weekend if you're doing anything for spring break, Easter, the perfect spring break Easter book um, or audiobook to listen to in the car if you're taking a road trip, which you probably shouldn't because COVID, but... Anyways, um, that again, the two novellas are called River of Teeth and Taste of Marrow in the American Hippo series, and those are by Sarah Gailey. Noah's Ark here. We've got our hippos. We've got our birds. We've got our fish. We've got our squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Get Down Jesus to Christ. Business Podcast. And our business is zookeeping. We've gotten down to business. Wow. And this is where we end our episode. <laughs> we actually, as a side note, have so much exciting stuff coming up. Yes, we you guys, do. For you guys. Let's not forget about that. We have, yeah, we have something really cool that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, hopefully it actually comes to fruition. We think it will. Uh, fingers crossed. But yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that because exciting. Plus, we've got World Team Trophy, Scott Moyer's favorite event to cover. So... <laughs> Yeah, we will be doing all of that. I'm Claudia and come chat with us at Let's Get Down Pod. That's L-U-T-Z on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to work with us, shoot us an email at letsgetdownpod at gmail.com. If you like this podcast and would love to be a fly on the wall during an Aladdin program reversal at Sambo 70, please leave us a review and give us some five-star love. We would really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.